rise and shine. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy duet. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's go to the heavy pet. Hello. The first time I got drunk, I was. Am I brain dead? I look like a streamer. I'm like. Oh my god. You look like a gamer. Um. <laughs> The first I'm just time an e-girl in an e-world. Okay, I'm trying to remember. The first time I got drunk would have been... Come on, su- oh, no, I know the answer to this. Why am I acting all weird? It was the summer going into junior year of high school. My friend, Sophia, and Michaela. Um, Sophia was house-sitting <laughs> for some, like, people. I don't fucking know. And they were, We broke into a house. Okay, I got did it, break into a it. house, <laughs> and I stole their shitty tequila. This is the best part. Mm-hmm. It was dark tequila. Is that what it's called? Brown okay. tequila? Amber? I, I'm not a tequila person. I don't know. Neither the fuck am I. But it was the like mm-hmm. dark one and we mixed it with soda and like got drunk. It was not very exciting. Not okay. much to report. But then we did add water back to the container. And as you may know, water is clear. This tequila was brown. I don't know what the thought Your process was there. <laughs> <laughs> They've never said anything. So... I okay, the first, first time, time got? I got drunk was beginning of senior year of high school. Um, I was hanging out with three other friends, three other guy friends who did theater with me. And uh, the uh, friend whose house we were at, his dad had like a whole like shed full of wine, like literally a shed of wine. You got drunk for the first time off of rich South parent shed wine. <laughs> yeah, this guy's like. Congrats. A well-respected doctor in the community, <laughs> and we and we stole his wine. Who? And, oh my god! You need to tell me. Um, your friend's ex. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. So we were at his house, like out in the country. What's and up, my we, friend? You probably know what's happening. <laughs> and the four of us, between the four of us, we drank like three bottles of wine. So it was like three fourths of a bottle each, and. <laughs> Got very drunk and um, I almost threw up and then I didn't. And then I felt sh- so shitty the next morning. And I was like, God, this sucks. But yeah, it was fun. Nothing. Something did happen that I'll tell you about off this. But and all of you 61 unique listeners can all just wonder forever and ever what the fuck it was about. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> I was about to say what happened because like whatever I was really into one of the guys and we like low key cuddled the entire night. Oh, those are the best weird little high school memories of like we were away and there was like a bizarre thing where we like cuddled or like hugged for way too long and we never spoke Mm -hmm. of it again. But also I actually forgot to mention this last time when we were talking about high school theater trips. Yeah. Something happened with this guy on the bus back from Bend. Little handies in the back of the bus? No. (laughs) he like massaged my leg while his girlfriend slept on his lap. So you had a weird three-way on the bus back from Bend. (laughs) It's a three-way bus from Bend. The three-way, that's what it was called. Um, I forgot to mention, sorry. It was like, he like unsolicitedly, he unsolicitedly like massaged my calf while I was like trying to sleep. And it was so weird because I was like, why is he doing this? Because I didn't ask for it, but I also wasn't going to tell him to stop because I really enjoyed it. So, you know, In a knows. sexual way? 
in a, I, I was so into this guy. Oh, I'm connected the dots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this guy had a big crush in and Clary's like, sexually? <laughs> Nick's like, this person that I was in love with was massaging me and I really liked it. I was going to say, quick thing I wanted to add last time about the theater trips. I yeah. forgot. It would have been junior year, so I don't think we didn't really know one another. But when we were at... It would have been regionals. It was in like... We knew each other. We knew each other, if but we, we weren't like... If we saw each other, we would say hi and we would have a conversation. In the context of this story, you would not have done this thing with me. Okay. I, I was wild. I wasn't. We were in like Medford, <laughs> whatever, and our school, we were in like South Medford or like North Medford High. We were at South... For regionals? Yes. Junior year. Okay. I literally only went to regionals twice, so I... No, I believe you. I just don't remember why it. Why am I being such an asshole? Basically, I love you. Thurston might as well have come on like a trailer pulled by a tractor and like some oxen or something. You came by horseback. We came by covered wagon. We walked. <laughs> and Sophie, I like met Connor and I met up with Sophie and she had to like get something out of the South bus. Y'all fucking went there like you were rock stars. What the shit? What the literal fuck? We, like, walked on this bus, and Connor and I <laughs> might as well have been, like, peasants in our, like, tattered clothing, being like, please, sir, I want some more. And she was like, oh, what, this? Our bus? Our fucking luxury-ass tour bus? What the fuck? We always took a really nice bus to regionals, but to state, we took, like, a yellow school bus. I don't know why. They had to humble you difference. sometimes. They, they were like, guys, we're going to win everything. <laughs> Know your, know your roots. <laughs> They're like, we did too good at we regionals. We need to humble you and maybe that'll give you a sense like, of urgency. Look at those poor Thurston kids, you know? Like, look at what they have. Their and oxen we were like, broke wow. down on the way here. <laughs> Guys, we're going to be doing a soup kitchen for the Thurston <laughs> <laughs> They actually just made us hitchhike. They just all ditched us on the side of the road and we all had to find our own way there. Last episode, when you said, I was a cult, like the mascot of your... Yeah. High school. A cult. I thought you said cult and I didn't understand that you said cult until the second time I listened through. Holy shit. And I was like, oh, she said cult because that's the mascot. So anyway, um, welcome back to Two Girls, One Brain Cell with your <laughs> favorite people. Me, Claret, that one over there floating in outer space. <laughs> Nick girl. I'm coming from name. you. I'm coming to you from the International Space Station. Again, for those of you who aren't me. Nick has mm. a really fire green screen backdrop on the Zoom call. He is floating above Earth in the cosmos. Why is this one of the defaults? There are like three defaults. One is the Golden Gate Bridge. One is <laughs> some leaves. And then there's this. What the fuck? <laughs> so it was brought to my attention by Nick that mm. apparently the way that I've Hello. been starting this show every time that goes a little something like this What's up, you stupid sluts and dirty whores? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Apparently, that's a direct ripoff of the world renowned <laughs> Call Her Daddy <laughs> podcast. What am I saying? <laughs> I've had one and a half Red Bull, and I am sweating. Oh I'm sweating. Oh. Are you I'm, recording? I'm shaking. This? Hold it. Video? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even audio, and I was like, no, we're just hanging out. <laughs> I'm shaking holding this calcium magnesium. Good. But 
my deepest apologies to both Alexandra Cooper and Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, whatever the fuck her thing is. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Thing. I listened to your show for a minute and then I stopped. That's all. <laughs> so sorry. Don't sue me. I know you're fucking a- nuts, both of you. So please a- don't <laughs> sue me. <laughs> A direct, apolo- a direct apology to Barstool Sports and Sloot Media. A sentence I never thought I would say. <laughs> oh my god. Do you think do you think if they sue mm. us, this will blow up? <laughs> That's the thing where I'm like, I'm like, anyone want to sue us? Aha. Like <laughs> Red Bull. Red Bull should sponsor us. Welcome back to Red Bull. <laughs> Remember when Red Bull was in that like weird? lawsuit because it doesn't actually give you wings no. or something like that oh yes i do remember that and this was one was like, like i ever, tried flying and i died it was like if you ever <laughs> bought a red bull and like didn't sprout wings you could go get a free <laughs> one or something that shit was weird they owe me many a red bull do you see fucking wings <laughs> <laughs> what if you turned around and hit what if red dogs? bull was like all right guys we need to engineer something to give people <laughs> What if Red Bull sued us? Let's defame I want Red, Red Bull, Bull to sponsor us. I love Red Bull. I don't want them to. We could find a new energy drink. We could. No, I don't. I genuinely, I like Red Bull the most. Let's fight about it. Are we fighting? Yes. <laughs> this podcast is over. This Bye. is a live fight. Okay. <clears throat> oh my God. We should go live okay. on Instagram and fight. <laughs> Just for fun. We should like stage a fight where like, it looks like I'm secret, secretly recording a phone call. And you're just like, Nick, I just don't fucking understand, like, why you're blah, 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 and, like, you just, like, go off on me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, okay. And then, like, and then I, like, pull the camera up, and I'm like, sorry, guys. And then I go off, and people are like, oh, my God, the brain cell girls are breaking up. Oh, my God. What if, what if, <laughs> and hear me out on this yes, one. I'm hearing you. Repeat, and just verbatim, the, like, Taylor Swift Kanye phone call. What if and we do Megan that? is Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Brian could be Kim. Mm, mm-hmm. They Ryan's can fight reporting. for it. And you're like, so Nick, on the next episode, I'm going to call you a dirty slut. <laughs> Is that cool? And I'm like, that's like a compliment. That sounds amazing. You're like, you literally do that every episode already. And you call yourself that, one. The too. episode you do it. <laughs> you're like, so Nick, this dirty slut over here. And I'm like, hold, what did you just say? <laughs> Nick's like, you've taken it too far. <laughs> yeah. We found the line. <laughs> no, we found that. We definitely found the line. I've crossed it many a time. I like to teeter on Nick's uh-huh. emotional, like, what is too far to say to someone who is your friend. I like to teeter on that Oh, line. like about me? Yeah, about you. And I like to lightly, delicately push his buttons. The thing is, not to, not to encourage you to do this more, because, like, there is a limit. We don't know where it is. Not to encourage you to do this more. However, I do have a lot of respect for people who just like make like an edgy joke like about me. Thanks. Like Dan did it the other day. I forget what he said. Dan did something said something the other day that made me like pee my pants because it was so funny and so like not something people people might think it and then not say it, but he did. That actually happened in high school. Mm, this is about the cyberbullying thing. I'll get back to that. Foreshadowing for Red Bull. Um, what we I was just about to say something okay. about. Making jokes about you. Oh, no. I was just going to say, once I have climbed those castle walls and I am deep Mm -hmm. within the interior, (laughs) I'm deep inside of Nick. It's a a maze-like interior. It's crazy. Once I've reached (laughs) the center, once I've reached the core, that's when all bets are off. It's an empty room. (laughs) Once I've, like, completed my mission, it's an empty room. (laughs) Same. 
you're like, Nick, there's no one here. And I'm like, never has been. <laughs> That's a bummer. That's Anyways. our next movie we can write. Ooh. Journey to the center of Nick Curl. <laughs> my, do- my doctor. <laughs> my doctor. Your colonoscopy. <laughs> tracking. My- yes. My doctor tracking my cholesterol. Um, <laughs> I thought you meant to say cholesterol and you accidentally said colonoscopy. Oh, this is something important that we kind of didn't touch on. Okay. This is for the people, not you. <laughs> that oh, okay. I thought I if was you're like- enjoying this content, <laughs> and even if you're not, rate us, subscribe, leave a comment. T- I mean, even if it's just like, Claire, I bet your titties are really nice. Do it. They are. Please. It is way more helpful than even I understand. So if you want to ach- help me achieve my dreams of getting the crack in my screen fixed, um, That's or like goal number one. fixing goal my number mental one health. This, goal, goal number one with this podcast is either fixing the screen or getting you a new computer. And then therapy. And then, the, yeah. That's, and then my lobotomy. Well, help our lobotomy. Help us get our, our corkscrew Apple branded lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> help us get our ice okay. pick lobotomy. No, but seriously, if you if you love us, if you like this, um, please subscribe and wait us five stars and leave a review. God, that was annoying. <laughs> Anyways, I, can't take I, seriously. I do want to say that, like, of course, you and I have, like, big dreams for the pod. <laughs> However, like, I am currently slightly going through it as I don't know if you are going through it, but I'm like significantly going through it at the moment. And this podcast has literally, despite having 61 unique listeners, this has been like, this is the highlight of my life right now. Like this makes me so happy. And it's like so nice to have like a creative outlet that I can like look forward to. And it gives me structure to my life. Yeah. Even if this never blows up, like I have no, like I wouldn't be incredibly bothered by it because it's just bring, it's still, it's bringing me so much joy at the moment that like, who cares? It made me happy for a period of time, you know? No, I second that. Oh, thank you, Nick. (laughs) I mean, I feel the same way. I'm lightly going through it, but I'm kind of always going through it. It's just part of my brand. But especially right now with your like, autobiography going through it. Girl, literally. I dual memoir. Foreshadowing. <laughs> We're writing a book. <laughs> Please keep Episode that audio title, clip. We're writing a book. <laughs> keep that audio clip for when we do write a book. Yes. My chapters I'll, I'll are going to be sure to, I'll make sure to hold on to it. Shut up. Can you imagine my chapters? It'll be like, oh, what if we, what if we write a book and we just. It's a picture book. We don't let anyone edit it. My chapters will be in-co-fucking-herent. I cannot spell anything to save my life. It's voice to text. <laughs> it's all voice memos. It's our psychotic voice memos. Shut up. What am I saying? No, Dictate but like. to Microsoft Word. The last time I was in a musical was last winter. Like I. It closed like around Christmas time. So like it's almost been a year since I've beaten the beast. It's almost been a year since I've been in any sort of like theatrical production. And that's the longest I've ever not done a show since I was eight years old. Like I've literally been doing this like pretty much with like six month ish breaks at times in between. But like for the most part, not really. And Mm -hmm. it's been pretty like refreshing. Honestly, it's like giving me a chance to miss it, which I think is important sometimes, especially when you're just doing theater for the joy of it and not for a career. It's like making me get excited for when it does like come back. 
But this podcast yeah. is like giving me that creative outlet and that sense of like, like accomplishment after we finish recording something or when we put one out and like someone tells me that they enjoyed it or like yeah. when people, when my friends have told me oh my that God. it feels like they're having a conversation with me, <sighs> I bust such an emotional nut all over the place. People, That's all people I have texted me. I feel like you and I have gotten the like nearly identical text from our friends where it's like this episode made me laugh so hard and I felt like I was hanging out with you. And I'm like, thank God, because that's like kind of like we we are very directionless here. But like that is if we have a goal, that's the goal is to just like be fun and have it feel like you're hanging out with us. Well, that's what I like about podcasts. I mean, I'll do like but something better than text to us telling you how much you like it. Five stars and a review. <laughs> $500 in my bank account. <laughs> my Venmo, Venmo is <laughs> dumbslut123. It's not. Do not send dumbslut123 any money. They don't deserve it. They're making a killing. Everyone <laughs> already has sent $5,000 over to that account. Yeah. They're like, ah, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, oh, also, I'm sorry to continue on the self-promotion thing real quick. There uh, is also a thing... If for whatever goddamn reason you want to just give us money, there is like a listener support thing that's in the episode description and you can do like 99 cents a month. <laughs> you can do 99 cents a month. You can do $5 and then I think there's a $10 option, but like don't do that because then we don't know how to repay you. Low jobs. Sexual favors. <laughs> oh my God. We trade off. Yeah. You can choose between us. What am I saying? This is a prostitution front. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick. Since nothing interesting happens in my life, well, the problem Mm -hmm. is interesting things do happen in my life. I just, Mm -hmm. for once in the last like three years, I actually really enjoy my job and really desperately don't want to lose it. I mean, pretty much any job before this, I was kind of like, fuck it. If they fire me, they fire me. But right now I'm like. Except that musical that you were in that you were so anxious about. I forget. Oh, okay. Theater and like creative projects. No, I'm talking about like jobs Jobs that I had to fill out a W4 for. Not whatever. Yes. Not community. But like I so desperately, like I would be devastated and like put me on suicide watch if I lost this job. I'm kidding. Delete that. Uh, (laughs) I would be fucking devastated if I lost this job. Yeah. And I like really, really care about it. And it feels like a good fit for me. You've also been working towards it for like three years. Yeah. I really wanted to work there for like an embarrassingly long amount of time. Uh, I don't blame you. Thanks. So I like. I have to just be an enigma that I've always wanted to be. I just, I can't in good faith talk about my job or the people or the circumstances. Yeah. But I just have to like keep my work a mystery. Mm-hmm. Current, current job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone would blame you for that. I <laughs> know New Zealand listener has been dying to hear about my work stories, but New Zealand listener, you gotta have to slide into my, mm-hmm. you gotta have to slide into my DMs if you want stories. Is that how no, I don't know where that accent came from. I just had like seven different accents. What the hell's happening? I don't know where that accent <laughs> came from. It's a Red Bull accent. This is, welcome to Accent Corner. Um, so Nick, how, have, how are you? How's Chili's? Chili's Corner. I don't actually work at Chili's. <laughs> Nick, quit being Nick works at Chili's. <laughs> Nick works at Chili's. That's what that sounded um, like listening back to it. How's chain restaurant doing? You mean, um, how's Taco Bell? I'm so sorry. My, I work at a Taco Bell slash KFC with feuding owners. <laughs> you work at a Taco Bell slash KFC um, slash sit down Applebee's. 
slash if you're feeling fancy. Um, anyways, well, the funny thing is, so I work, I work Friday through Sunday, 11 to four and go visit him. <laughs> yeah. See me. Um, <laughs> What if the guy was a listener and he's like, I know you want to die. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyways. So I work Friday through Sunday and I went into work on Sunday and I was like, wow, nothing's happened this weekend. Never acknowledge it. Right. Never fucking acknowledge it. I didn't, I never said it out loud. I was just a thought where I was like, oh, I won't really have anything to talk about on the pod this week about work. The universe said, buckle up, buckaroo. (laughs) (laughs) And they. The universe delivered. The universe delivered quite the story. They were like, you're you're lacking for content this week. (laughs) Okay, so. Yeah, can someone please like harass me outside of work so I have something to talk about on this podcast? (laughs) Don't do it. The only time I've told the story has been in like a serious way. So I'm trying to figure out how to make this funny. You told it to <laughs> but me. On I don't your, think I need it. You told it to me on FaceTime and I made, I made it funny. Claire's like, Nick, don't worry about making it funny because I am here. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying like I can. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Okay. So nothing really happened um, this weekend until yesterday, Sunday. We're recording. We re- usually record on Mondays. Anyways, nothing really happens till Sunday. And the chain restaurant. So the Chili's is in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chili's is in a mall and it's an outdoor mall. And so we're only doing outdoor dining on the patio. And and everywhere else in California. And everywhere else in at least in Los Angeles County. Um everywhere has to do outdoor dining. There is no indoor dining. So it's an outdoor mall with outdoor dining because that's all Los Angeles is doing right now. And since it's outdoor and since it's in Southern California and due to climate change, it is sunny well into October. So yesterday, October 18th, it was very sunny. It was about 75 degrees, but sitting in like the direct sun, you get really hot pretty quickly because that's how the sun works. Some people seem to not understand just based on my job. So the sun makes you warm. So people wait for shade that results in a lot of tables being open and it looks like we're very open you know so visually you look at it and you're like oh they're not busy but it's like no we are specifically not seating people there because it gets so hot and then they complain and then they want to move and then we can't move them because there's a weight or then we do move them and we have to wipe down the table again it's just a lot of extra work that we shouldn't have to go through because people don't understand how the sun works it happens at least once a shift it happens at least once a shift where someone says yeah i can sit in the sun and then they do and they're like this is too hot five minutes later at some point in my shift i go to the bathroom for like four or five minutes and i come back to the host stand and my manager has been you know doing host duties while i'm in the bathroom and i come back and uh they show me like the wait list like who's been added whatever and one of them is a party of five Party oh, of five. Yeah. And the party of five is actually standing like right there. Can you describe and the is, members of this party of five, Nicholas? I was about to. Um. And so this man and his wife and three kids all under six. One is like under a year old, like probably like six months, maybe like this was like fourth a fourth trimester, a, a fresh little, fresh little beanie baby. And then like a toddler and then like a five or six year old, I think. And the wife is like this like really skinny brunette French lady, I think. Like she had some sort of accent, sounded French. And the guy 
is some 35 year old with a bald head and i'm pretty sure he was white he just like was very tan and he was wearing like a blue navy shirt with a white stripe all information you need to know (laughs) especially the shirt the blue especially the shirt yeah white stripe so due to covid and this isn't like a chili's policy this is a (laughs) this isn't a chili's policy this is like a Los Angeles County Health Department policy. Uh, Due to COVID, we can't move any tables. We can't move chairs. We can't put a chair at the end of a table and just like have someone there. Like there are really strict limits on how many people can be seated at a table. Um, And so we only have four tables that can seat four or more people. For the 9,000th time, if you were going out and doing any sort of thing that requires the service of other people... You need to just shut up and accept the policies that are in place, even though they seem stupid. Period. We're not going to just, oh my God, did you hear me just stutter? Period. We're not going to discuss it anymore. Yeah. It's like, obviously never be a dick to people, um, to wait staff or servers or anything. Right now, especially the minimum wage host at Chili's isn't the person to yell at about the health department's requirements for outdoor dining. Why don't you call the president? Let him know how he you feel. In, do you see that he was in Orange County this weekend? Ew, really? Was he at Chili's? He was, you know, he was in Newport. Like Megan, like was like there. Ooh. Yeah. And I saw a friend's ex-girlfriend like post on the store, on her story, like on the street. And like, there are like so many people on the street as like the presidential motorcade goes by. And she's just like, woo. No. Where was I in the story? Trump was in Orange County. Trump was in Orange County. He was not at Chili's. And yeah, point being, I've said this before, the minimum wage host worker isn't the person to like pick a fight with or like try to debate with because like it it would make my job a lot easier if I could just add a chair to the table. Like I'm not doing it for fun. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yes. No questions here. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not Clare. arguing with you nick <laughs> i'm like clary stopping a dick to the chili's host so uh, <laughs> on my days off i do like to go to chili's and bully the hosts i never actually get a table i just sit there and make snide and comments yeah. yeah so this man has three kids one of them is a newborn so people seem to think that if it's a toddler or below it doesn't count as a human being it does i agree <laughs> under 15 not a person no no Um, no no my manager correctly wrote down five people he tries to tell me oh there's actually four of us i don't know if that makes it go faster and then i'm like one two three four five i'm like there are five so he tried to like lie to me about that so that was fun anyways okay in that situation what was he gonna do like sit down and then whip out a baby and be like oh shit there's a fifth like what was the like the, the the stroller was there the wife was holding the baby. It's clearly five human beings. Okay, if you said like, okay, table for four, was he just going to like punt the baby down the escalator? Like what was the plan? No, they were just going to pull the stroller up and put it next to the table, like in the walkway. Oh, I wish he would have kicked the baby down the stairs. That would have been better. <laughs> yes. It would have made my job easier. Cause then I could have sat them at a four top anyways. So and then you wouldn't have the story. <laughs> And then I wouldn't have the story. So in, in hindsight, I'm glad he did not murder his child. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he says, hey, how much longer is our wait? Like, he's immediately at 100. And, like, I haven't interacted with him yet. I was like, well, it looks like at 120, it was like 135. 
So it's been like 15 minutes. I was like, well, it looks like at 120, we gave you a 30 to 40 minute estimate, which is what my manager did. And he was like, 30 or 40 minutes from when? And I'm like, from 120. And he's like, so how much longer is that for me? And I'm like, about 25, 30 minutes probably. Listen, I never passed a math class in my four years in high school. I can, however, (laughs) add 30 minutes to 120. Also, when has a restaurant ever given you a wait time and been like, it's 30 minutes from when the clock strikes 1215. Like your wait time starts when it is given. What do you mean? 30 minutes from when 30 minutes from when they said 30 minutes. I'm like 30 minutes from when you started this interaction, which was 15 (laughs) minutes ago. So, (laughs) so at that point, a red flag went off and I was like, this guy's probably going to be a, probably going to be a problem. So I actually go inside and I go up to my manager and I say, Hey, the guys, the guys out there, he's being very impatient and kind of aggressive with me. And she's like, okay, just tell him pretty much. She doesn't say anything helpful. She just tells me to like continue doing my job, which is tell him, unfortunately, we have to wait for a five top to open up, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll do that. Whatever. Low key. I was kind of asking her for backup because already this guy was like, as I said, giving me a red flag. I go back outside. And so a table next to the host stand sits, sits six people. And this guy sees that people just got up and left from that. So then he thinks that that's going to be their table. Unfortunately, there is a party of six above him on the wait list. Again, this is a part of dining out. This is pre-pandemic. This is, it is first this isn't, come, this first isn't really serve. Co- you get on this a list. Really, this isn't really COVID related. Also, if you want the food, go get takeout. You would have had your food already. If also, you there's so many fucking chilies in LA. Go to also, a different one. There's a, there's a, a, the first Chili's is down the road and there's also a food court with 20 restaurants, a hundred yards that way. Like there's a, there's a, I've been there. I've seen the options. There's good options. There's like 30 restaurants in this mall. Or if you want Chili's so goddamn bad, just wait. Yeah. Or just wait. Cause it's not like, I literally can't do anything. Anyways. The party of six gets up. Party six gets up. They leave. He sees that he sees that that table's open. We only have one busser working at a time um, because Chili's did declare bankruptcy in July. Once again, Chili's is a code. And so, like, we're fairly understaffed. Like, we could do with more people. What if the real Chili's was about to announce bankruptcy and you accidentally just, like, blew their cover? That'd be hilarious. That could totally get our podcast to blow up. Chili's. (laughs) Chili's declare bankruptcy. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so we only have one buzzer working and which honestly is fine. We don't really need to because only when like several tables get up at the same time, which happens sometimes, then it takes a little bit to get all the tables clean. But that's how it works. Like we have one buzzer. The bins are so only so big and that's how it works. Like he's working. The, our buzzer works as hard as he can to get them clean. He also needs to disinfect every inch of the table and all of the chairs thoroughly to get rid of the coronavirus in case it's on there. Like that's just how it works. And so the table for six that this man was eyeing was sitting there untouched for like three or four minutes, which is not a big deal. That's not even, that's not a long time, but apparently for him it was. So he comes up to me, he comes up to me and I'm about to break the news to him. Like, there's a party of six in front of you that's going to have that table. So, like, get your eyes off of it. Obviously, it's a more <laughs> Avert your gaze. <laughs> Avert your gaze from table 200. And 
So I go up to him and I'm about to start talking. And he's like, how much fucking longer for our fucking table? And I'm like, so sir, unfortunately. And he's like, you know what? You're, you're really starting to fucking piss me off. Cause I asked you a fucking question and you're not answering it. And I was like, so sir, since there are five of you, we have to sit you at a five top. Okay. Someone else is going to take this table. And he's just like, that table's been fucking sitting there untouched for five minutes and no one's been here to clean it. That's unfucking believable. And I'm like, why do you care? It's not your table. And he's like, that's unfucking believable. All right. That, that is such bullshit. And I'm just like, sir, I'm a host. I've been here four weeks. You're welcome to voice your concern with a manager. And he's like, I already talked to the fucking manager. I don't want to talk to a fan fucking manager. Hey man, also fuck you. All right. If I ever see your fucking ass in the street, I'm going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> and I was like, don't threaten me with a good time. baby." You were like, I actually do want to die. I was like, why are you doing this to me? Um, <laughs> don't, don't tempt me. I will step into the streets. I mean, who wouldn't kill for chilies? That's Dan's joke. Hi, Dan. If you are eating out at chain restaurants and you're not willing to die for them or kill, don't go there. Are you really a chilies fan if you're not willing to commit murder? <laughs> <laughs> or kick your baby down an escalator? If you're not willing to shot put your baby over the railing, <laughs> do you and really like chilies? A young 20s host in the streets. <laughs> you don't even give a fuck about chilies if you're not willing also, to make those I don't sacrifices. Also, I don't know if you feel this way. I feel this way where, like, I am 24. I am an adult. I still feel like a kid. Same. Oh, my God. I'm a child. I'm like, I'm like I, I, he was yelling at me, and I'm like, I'm just a little baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just a little baby. Don't I'm just a little feelings. baby. Why are you yelling at me? Well, I was like, you're, I was like, in 20 years, your kid's going to be in the exact same fucking position I am. And are you going to want some like psychotic 35 year old man yelling at them? And anyways, so this man like threatened, threatens me. He also got in my face while he was yelling about threatening to beat me up and like pointed. And I was like, COVID six feet. Remember, if you're going to get up in someone's face, make sure you keep your mask on. (laughs) If you do need to get hostile with a minimum wage employee. You asked me this earlier if he was wearing a mask. I've been thinking about it. I don't think it was covering his mouth. Of course it wasn't. It was dangling around his chin. It was a chin guard. He was wearing a chin guard. Oh, and <laughs> he was wearing anyways, a football so helmet. <laughs> Someone, I'm so sorry. Someone he was came- wearing a helmet and a helmet only. <laughs> <laughs> Someone came into my place of employment the other day and they'd gotten mm-hmm. off their motorcycle and kept on their gigantic motorcycle helmet. You know, the kind with a little visor that you yes. can't see through because they're fucking tinted. I've read, I've ridden motorcycles. Yeah. (laughs) And my manager had to be like, um, were you planning on using that as your mask? And he's like, and she's like, can you put on a real mask, please, sir? Anyway, someone came into my work the other day and they were wearing like a white sheet over their whole face (laughs) and where the mouth was, there were like little red splotches. And I'm like, I am in a horror movie right now. (gasps) Ari Aster, like where? What the fuck? It was so scary. Like people were. St- it was so scary. Uh, was it like a glam, like KKK member? And they had like sunglasses over like the eyes, but like it was like a white sheet over the full face. Oh, no. It was so scary. It was. I was like, ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> I was like, here's your avocado roll. Ha ha ha. Our chili special. <laughs> Here's the Chili's number 17 you ordered. Once again, I don't work at Chili's. Anyways, so Nick works at Chili's. (laughs) So this man gets in my face six inches away from me and I am not. 
don't know how to describe it because like the person I am like with you and like on this podcast is different than how I am like at work, you know, obviously yes. like I'm in, I'm in customer service mode when I'm at work. Yes. And like I, my voice is different. Like everything's different. And I rarely, and I, as I said before, many times on this podcast, I do not like conflict. Unfortunately, it's a reality of working retail or working at a restaurant. Like you're going to have to deal with some shitty people and you're going to have to do some conflict resolution. I think I'm good at dealing with conflict. I just really don't like it. That's you know? okay. Which is okay. This man, however, seems to love conflict. So I'm he got in my face doing, and I don't want to be dramatic, but I was genuinely scared for my like physical safety. I was like, oh, I'm in danger at the moment. So I took Fair a step enough. back. I took a step back and I said, okay, I'm going to call security. And he's like, yeah, you fucking call security. And then I, and then I go on my walkie, my walkie talkie. And I say, hi, this man, I was like, guys, this man's threatening me. Please, please call security. And my manager's like, okay, calling security now. So like my, to, to their credit, they immediately did call security. I go inside to like not cry. <laughs> Understand. Cause I was like, I almost died. Um, so I, I go inside to like not cry. My managers go outside. I grab a Sprite and I'm just sitting there like on my phone posting on every social media platform. <laughs> Someone almost killed me at Chili's. <laughs> and my managers come back and they say, they're just like, they're like, Hey, can you tell us what happened? And then I give like a very quick summary. Like he said this, I said this, I told you, I walkied for you guys. I came back inside. The entire interaction, I was in customer service mode. I was very polite and calm. Even after he threatened me, I said, okay, I'm going to call security now. That was like a dead on impression of how it sounded. I believe that. And they're like, okay, well, he's saying that you cursed at him and threatened him. And I'm like. Who does that? Like, I, I literally laughed and I'm like, no, I was calm and polite the entire time. That's not because something you Why do. would I do that? Why would I do that? No one does. I mean, if you're working a service industry job, as I've said many a time, why would you be like, okay, here's your table and I will fucking kill you. Like if you don't act <laughs> like, right. Sir, unfortunately your table will be ready in 20 minutes. And also I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> like I, yeah, I frequently threaten customers at my minimum wage job because that's a smart move. Me and when the kids are acting up, I'm like, I will actually drop kick you mommy. And I'm like, can I help you with something? And you're just like, oh my God, a little overactive imagination. I'll fucking kill you. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's crying. Is she okay? I will fucking cut your throat. <laughs> like, I'll see you, you in the streets. Out, pull out like a box knife. <laughs> oh, the box knives that we were so dull. Girl, oh, even if I'd wanted to like, that wouldn't kill a job. <laughs> and believe me, I tried. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so this man claims that I threatened him and cursed at him, which is how I'm like, how would that situation arise? Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, so I'm like, let's say I did curse and threaten you. What would prompt that? He's like, what's 30 plus 10? And you're like, fuck you. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I like break. (laughs) He's like 30 minutes starting when? And you just like whip out your knife. He's like, 30 minutes when? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I get out my symbols and I'm like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You bring symbols to work too? Yeah. Just for situations like this. I'm just like, 
me when the lady stole stuff yeah. at my job. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> thief, thief, thief. <laughs> I'm on the phone with the cops and they're like, ma'am, can you put the symbols down? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I stapled them. <laughs> ma'am, put the symbols down. <laughs> Nine one one. What's your emergency? Da, da, da. <laughs> it's like Morse code. Ding 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 ding. We've lost it. I oh really need God. to pee. That Red Bull. <clears throat> we are um, almost at my one hour. Yes. Yeah, I know. Okay. Wrap it up, Mary. So I'm in the back drinking my Sprite on my phone, and then my managers come up and they're like. Hey, you need to, they're like, you need to give a statement to security. And I'm like, okay. So I go up and I give my statement to security. The man is still there with the family. Like they're still there. And I go up to security and I say, he said this. I said this. I called security. And here we are. I never threatened him and I never cursed at him because I'm way smarter than that. I I literally said that. I'm like, I watch true crime and I'm also a human being in society. Like I would never give anyone any reason to like try to push, like flip it back on me. No. Because like clearly this guy was trying to like start. I don't know what this man's goal was. This man like serious anger issues. And it was clear from like the moment he first talked to me. I was like, this guy's like unhinged. It makes me kind of sound. Also, why would you threaten the minimum wage host at Chili's in front of your child? You're like, Hey, this is how you talk to service workers. (laughs) Imagine like how he talks to his kids, which makes me kind of sad. I mean, it's either like he is like that with his kids, which is really sad or he's teaching them to be like that, which is also really sad or both, which is really sad. Either way, it's really sad. And this man should not have kids. Security goes away. This man goes away. I take like a 20 minute break just to like decompress. Um, Cause I, as I've said, I was really rattled and my like adrenaline was surging and like fight or flight was cholesterol fully was there. Pumping. Cause I was like, my cholesterol was skyrocketing. Nick <laughs> was seconds away from a heart attack. My primary care physician was on site. <laughs> Testing my blood pressure. No, Anyways, your primary so, care physician's at a different mall, Nick. He's at the other. <laughs> um, he's at the other chilies. Yeah, he, he's like, I feel a disturbance in my patient. <laughs> Nick's doctor is also the chef at Chili's. <laughs> my doctor is the chef at Chili's and he's a Jedi. <laughs> so I. Okay, look at me. <laughs> I'm recording this. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I have to like visually bleep that. Okay. A visual bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Scat corner. Anyways. Skip it up. <laughs> A distance. Skilly bop. Skilly dip bop. I'm really gonna cry. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so this is. If you thought it was crazy, it's about to get a little crazier. I go back to the host stand eventually, like probably 30, 40 minutes after the initial incident. And I'm like, okay, I have like an hour, 20 minutes left on my shift. I can get through this. It's fine. I go back out to the host stand. My manager, who's been manning the host stand while I was on my extended break, like fills me in on like, you know, who's waiting for what, blah, blah, blah. And a table for six opens. And my manager says, 
okay, so we do have to call him and let him know that the table's ready. And I'm like, the man who just physically threatened me and verbally accosted me, you're going to call him to see if he still wants to sit at the table? And my manager's like, I know, but we have to. And I'm like, no, you're the manager. We don't have to. We have the right to refuse service. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Literally. Like, like, that's what that, like, that sign is there for situations like this. Yes. It's not like to be. Or for when you like want to be racist. I was about to be like, or like racism or sexism, whatever. (laughs) We only serve men. (laughs) This is a male only Chili's. And. We only serve Jeff. We only serve cosplayers. (laughs) Furries only. So I. A furries only Chili's. This is a furries only Chili's. Um, (laughs) This is a male furries Chili's only. And. I, in the moment I w I was in such like, just get through the shift and then you can feel your feelings. But like yeah. at the moment you just kind of got to stick through it. So I just laugh and I'm like, <clears throat> Haha, okay. And I, and I said like, I'm not going to be here. I'm like, I'm not going to be at the host stand when he comes. And my manager's like, Oh my God, no. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, this man is going to come back and like shoot me or like continue yelling at me. These are legitimate fears. Yeah, this was the kind of guy that would do that. And unfortunately, I only did karate for two years when I was eight. So you can't karate chop a bullet away from you. (laughs) You could if you watch me (laughs) (laughs) like no offense to people who've died from gunshots, but I'm different. (laughs) My body different. Yeah, I would use my symbols to block the bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Your Jedi doctor would simply use the force to deflect the bullets. He would throw a chili that would intercept the bullet. That would be so poetic. That would. Dr. Rodriguez, where are you? Me forgetting you don't actually work at Chili's. Yeah, I'm like creating a false. (laughs) I'm creating a false reality where I'm like being my Chili's manager. I'm like making someone up. I just kind of laugh and whatever. So then my manager calls this man to let him know that it's table. What's his his fake name? Give him a fake name. Ray. Sure. So she calls good old Ray. She calls Ray. And uh, I'm going to call my manager uh, Claire. You're literally using my name, Claire Ray. (laughs) I'm using Claire like the standard spelling of Claire. So Claire calls. Claire calls Ray. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. I really had hold of the brain cell for a moment there. No, no, no. That was unintentional. I know. I know what you did. And then I said okay. Claire and Ray, and then you just said, yeah, I'm using Claire, like the standard spelling of Claire. You didn't say the Ray. You didn't say the Ray the first time. I didn't put it together. I did. I'll call her Monica then. So Monica calls Ray and says, hey, this is Monica calling from Chili's. We're ha- we have your table. Okay, he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> but they were going to still serve him. They were still going to bring him back to the restaurant after he like physically threatened me. And I'm like, that's so like the further I get away from that scenario, the situation, the more I'm like, wow, that was I mean, incredibly not OK. Those are grounds to be banned from that Chili's for life. That's not that's that's fully reasonable grounds to be banned from that Chili's, all Chili's, the mall and or that specific mall. Absolutely. It's like, oh, this man threatens employees. All chain restaurants, all chain restaurants, Applebee's, no, Chili's, that's TGIF. Well, okay. The thing is, if you don't, if you let Ray think that that's acceptable behavior, 
then he'll keep fucking doing it. Like, and it'll only escalate. Thank you. you Thank you. Oh my God. It's not so, to be a like hard ass here, but like we're teaching our customers that they can like spit on employees and shit. Like not well, that and he like, did that, but his like kids, you know, I mean like if they were to come back, his kids, even, it, even if they're not like cognizant, yeah. full adults. Yeah. I don't fucking know how kids yeah. work. That is yeah, they're, they're not indirectly like, teaching of, them. Some like, of the kids are not like fully building memories, you mean? <laughs> yes. But I mean, that's teaching, especially the coherent ones. It's teaching them like if you scream at people and threaten them, you'll still get your way and you can be a piece of shit. I think an important question to ask the audience, though, is yeah. should Nick quit his job now or tomorrow or the next <laughs> day or on Sunday when this happened retroactively? Yeah. So I have three shifts currently scheduled, um, including this upcoming Sunday, but I'm not going in that day because I have a prior commitment. Um, also sidebar real quick jobs. When an employee gives, tells you with ample time, like three weeks plus notice that they will not be able to come in one day. It's not a request. It's a heads up. So you don't schedule them and create conflict on that day. When I'm like, hey, I'm not coming in on the 25th. And they're like, okay, we'll try to make that work. And I'm like, it's, okay, good luck. I still won't be coming in. (laughs) New segment corner. (laughs) Something we thought would be fun and maybe would encourage people to listen to this. (laughs) Um, We want to do like a little. On a serious note, like fun, like way to engage with people. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start watching a television show, a a television show or television program. We want to start like watching a TV show or like reading a book or like I could do a movie or like maybe if it was like a trilogy type of thing. I would think a movie would be on a week where we were really busy and we're just like, okay, we just need to watch a movie. I feel that. Yeah. So we decided yeah. we're going to have a little, basically a book club, but for television multi-me- and books. We're having a multimedia club. A multimedia a, club? A multifaceted? <laughs> Shut a up. A multimedia metaphysical book club. So we've decided to start with HBO's very own The Vow. The Vow, which is a HBO documentary series uh, about the Nexium cult, which got exposed in 2018, I want to say. Okay, um, so yeah. I we're just going to, I think what we're going to do is watch like an episode a week, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I started it. I mean, each episode packs a lot, so we have a lot to talk about. Yes. So I started it last night and I took some mm-hmm. notes as I was watching. Um, when I... Yeah. Going into it. And I've seen the, I've seen the first episode two times actually. So Mm -hmm. I honestly, just after hearing the vow, I didn't know what it was about. I genuinely had no idea what Nexium was. I've only, like, I've heard people talk about it, but I, I've only heard it talked about on my favorite murder. And even then I'm like, I'm like, is Nexium like, when I hear Nexium, I think Equinox and I'm like, I'm like, is this a health club that like, no, I think of South, like. I don't think of yeah. Equinox. Sorry. I think of, when I hear Nexium, I think of one drop of blood. What's, what is her thing? Theranos. Th- same concept, right? Nexium. It's all, I mean, it's all, it's all a scam. Like, yeah. They're made up words that sound tech startup y. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The word tech startup, I would walk away. That's a trigger. That's more flight or flight than trigger Ray. warning. Um, tech startup. Trigger warning. <laughs> tech startup, indeed. Also, so like, I kind of, what? It, it sounds like a medicine. Nexium. It does. No, it sounds like an antidepressant. You know, like, 
Like, yes, well, fully. my Wellbutrin isn't working, so I'm going to get on Nexium. Yeah, yes. Have you it, thought about no, getting on Nexium, Nick? Um, well, as we'll discuss, I fully would have joined this cult. Okay, hold on. I need Based to go get on... a not squeaky chair. This is not working. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. So basically, I went into, like, the vow, not knowing literally anything, which I think is really fun yeah. with, like, TV and movies. Yeah. Because I'm such a, like, I always spoil things for myself or I watch things mm-hmm. after the hype has worn off. So, like, I already know what it's about. Like, yeah. it wasn't like Midsommar was, like, surprising hot twist for me because I'd already, like, it had been out for a year by the time I saw it. You know? Mm-hmm. I had a lot of thoughts and feelings while I was writing this down, <laughs> mainly uh-huh. because oh. a couple days ago. <laughs> what? I just, I think, I think I know where this is going. A couple days ago when Nick first started it, he mm. just texted with the blanket statement, Claret would have joined Nexium. So I kind of went I into said, Claret, we would have joined Nexium. Okay. Well, was, I don't read texts very clearly, apparently, because the whole time I was like, okay. I was also really high. <laughs> Fair. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. I would not have joined this. <laughs> I can't stress enough how much I wouldn't have joined this. So, please, I invite all of you, especially you, New Zealand listener, come join us. Watch this yeah. along with us. We'll be watching episode two next week. I usually watch on a Sunday. If you want to pretend like you're with me, get cuddled up on the couch on a Sunday. Yeah, an episode a week is be very fun. Yeah. We're giving our viewers, or li- viewers, we're giving our listeners homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, right off the bat, yeah, one of the first things is, like, it's obvious that the, like, founder, whatever dude who's, like, has a super high IQ and plays the piano that he is in prison, that he leader. gets arrested. The Yes, the fucking leader. All, and one like, of the all words... All I need to know about him is that the fact that he plays three instruments at a concert level, has an incredibly high IQ... He sounds boring, d- frankly. ...developed new mathematics, has an incredibly high emotional intelligence like all that stuff i hear that and i'm like yeah that's a cult leader that's someone who is obsessed with themselves and thinks they're god's gift to earth yes it's ridiculous one of the words they were throwing around in the beginning because it was like clips from like news articles and like headlines and whatever and one of the words they kept around was racketeering which i think is one of the greatest words of all time if i ever get arrested god i hope it's for racketeering that just sounds fun it sounds old-timey I looked it up and it was like doing illegal shit. It's like being sus. Why do I say things so confidently? It's like being sus. It's like being kind of sus and like low key shady. Clary, shut up. You're not far. Dishonest and fraudulent business dealings. Yeah. Doing sus shit. Did I stutter? (laughs) However, I think calling someone a racketeer Oh, God, that brings me a level of serotonin. I don't know. Why are you being a fraudulent and dishonest businessman? Why are you being such a fucking fraudulent businessman? Next next, uh, presidential debate, one of them should call the other one a racketeer. Doesn't it sound old timey? Don't you feel like you're in a saloon? Oh, yeah. You're a racketeer. (laughs) I feel like Ray is there about to shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) On the covered wagon from Thurston High School. Yeah, Ray's going to shoot me at Chili's on the way to Medford in his covered wagon. So if you're not following along with this and you just want all the spoilers, basically like the first episode, they're kind of going over. So calm down. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just like. Spoil a true story. It already happened. It happened. Yeah. And also I was, I would argue that us talking about it will ruin the experience of watching it. Okay. 
Yeah. So, I mean, right off the bat, like episode one, they're kind of giving, I feel like the way they're doing this is like the way that like you get into the cult, you know, like episode one, it's like they're dipping your toe. You know what I mean? But the they keep saying shit. The great job like putting you, it, like the, the, the episode tries to sell you on Nexium. Okay. However, you know? I was instantly not sold. One of the first things they say is like, with the first class, you're going to be uncomfortable, but we encourage you to be vulnerable. That's when I would have said, no, thank you. I'd like a refund. And they would have <laughs> oh, said, no, no refunds. You. And I would have said, bye. <laughs> uh-uh. If anything, Emma starts off with, you're going to be uncomfortable at first. Because I growth say, thank happens you for outside your, time. your comfort zone. No, no, no. That's when I say, thanks, bye. I hate mm-hmm. that saying. And like, So he's like, I'm grown. I have grown enough. <laughs> well, okay. That's what I kept thinking with most of this, that like, a lot of these concepts, like they keep talking about like limiting beliefs. You mm-hmm. don't have to join a cult to get rid of limiting beliefs. I will say that. Go to therapy. One, the way the way episode one talks about this and like the way everything's set up with these classes and these seminars and stuff. It genuine as someone who's been in therapy for over 10 years. It is just it is simply therapy. But like packaged. Mm, a little bit, but it's like therapy packaged in like a premium class. Well, you like, know what I mean? It's like, they, the it's, it's, that, it's just therapy. I mean, yeah, and the way that like, I think it was Sarah, one of like the main people that's getting interviewed about mm-hmm. it, said something about like, it was like an, it, um, uh, what is the word? Acceleration? Like, accelerate. It's like an, ex- oh my God, I'm having a stroke. The way that like one of the main people they're interviewing, I think her name's Sarah, she made it seem like it was like an accelerated therapy session, which like seems cool. I mean, I can see the desire for that. But like if my like leader of this like class school, whatever thing was like, we're going to all learn how to be peaceful and calm and joyful 24 fucking seven. I would also be like, no, thank you. That just like that's not how that's not what being a human is. No, I would like to live to a joyful be- life. However, <laughs> You're not supposed to be joyful 24-7. That's called denial. Well, they said in the episode two, I think it was the dude kept saying like, what's the catch? Like everyone here is so happy constantly. Again, I would have packed my bags and left. If I walked into a room and everyone's just like, hi. Ah, yeah, he walks, in, he, walks in, <laughs> he walks into the office and he's like, what's the catch? Like there's an ulterior motive. Like this is too good to be true. Like what's the ulterior motive? And they're like, do you think maybe you looking for an ulterior motive is more a reflection on you than us? And it's like, no, I think it's a reflection on you. Like what's happening? Well, okay. The, the leader dude, Keith at one point says something about like, there's skeptics and there's pessimists. And I think we literally, you and I kind of talked about this in the newlywed game that like, yeah. Nick, you're a pessimist and I'm a realist, which I think you can kind of, I'm a like pessimist, a s- but at my core, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I think I'm a true, like, neutral realist, but I'm, yeah. I am have a pretty skeptical view of things, like, from a mm-hmm. pretty, like, realist perspective. And, I, I mean, every red flag would have gone off in me just because I'm so skeptical. Like, I also wrote down <laughs> that I feel like this is the kind of thing, if I hadn't, like, okay, if I joined, and yes. if I didn't quit after day one and when they told me I was going to be uncomfortable and vulnerable, I feel like it's the kind kind of thing where I would have like joined stayed for years and like just wouldn't have fully like let go and I would have like pretended to have breakthroughs and been like oh my god wow it's working and I would have just been lying the whole time because that's what I do 
Also, when they were just like the third day, you'll have a breakthrough. I'm like, okay, I'm no, thank you. Maybe I'm just so much more emotionally intelligent than most people, but it just feels like I feel like I'm pretty good at taking a look and like a moral inventory of myself. And like, I'm pretty okay. Let me rephrase that. I think I'm pretty good at if I ever have a limiting belief about something, if I ever say like, oh, I can't do that because whatever, I think I'm pretty good at like stepping outside of myself and being like, okay, what is the root of this problem? It's actually because like, I feel like most of our problems are pretty easy to like diagnose and like pinpoint where they're coming from. At least for me, I can usually say like, oh, well, I'm actually just being anxious because of the thing that happened the one time. And if it happens again, whatever. Does that make sense? Or am I being way too vague and woo-woo? That makes 100% sense to me. That is a s- skill that few people have. So, so I am just really emotionally intelligent. <laughs> well, you, you're definitely an emotionally intelligent person, but also like a lot of the time people don't want, people don't actually want to find out what the root of that is, what the root of that feeling is, you know? People like avoid that. Yeah, because the answers are usually pretty fucking boring <laughs> or like simple, you know? Am I wrong? Things like this and cults specifically prey on people who I don't want to say weak minded because like that's rude. And like, I think these are people who wanted to improve their life and were looking for a way to do that. And like, that is not something to make fun of. Um, No. And I feel bad for people who got roped into this to such a degree. I mean, the thing is, is that like there are circles of this, like there's like an outer layer and then like inner, inner layers where you get closer to the center. Kind of like being Nick's friend. Which is which is Keith, which is this crazy guy. He he's at the center. But if you just like took some of the classes and you're like, yeah, I took some of the classes and honestly it was really helpful and I moved on with my life, more power to you. You could just go through you just you could just go to therapy. But what you were saying about people saying when you said, I think figuring out where your feelings are coming from is pretty easy, I would fully disagree with that. Okay. I'm just really um, smart. <laughs> Some, I mean, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's easy to be like, oh, well, obviously I'm feeling depressed because my current life situation. Because someone threatened to kill me at work. Because someone threatened to kill me at work. Yeah. Like things like that are fairly simple, but things like what I talked about in episode two of like my weird like pattern of having crushes on heterosexual men, that took a lot of work for me to try and figure out where that started and like what the root of that was. Because before I figured out like why it is that way, I just thought like, that's just how it is. Okay. You know, I was, I just thought like that just exists for no reason, but things don't exist for no reason. There's always, I think saying it's easy is unfair and a little douchey of me. (laughs) Please cut that and put that part in earlier. No, (laughs) No, you, when you said easy, you just mean like it's easier than spending $1,500 to have someone put a sash on you and Oh my God, don't get me started on the fucking sashes. Girl, as soon as someone walks out, out, it's like, we're these, and why are they so short? Why are the sashes so Why do they stop? Why do they stop at like the nipple? It's weird. Nipple length sashes. It's so. Have you ever seen a sash? Are they saving fabric? Are they? They're just making so many of these sashes. They gotta, oh, I need to get my truck. Hold on. It's part of our environmental initiative. The sashes. The ranking in the sashes, I think it's mm. something about the sashes. The sausage. The sausage. Sausage, sausage, eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. I'm a skinny bitch, but I still take sausage. I still like sausage. I'm a thick bitch, but I still take sausage. I'm a gay bitch, but I still take sausage. Sausage, sausage, sausage. 
I'm I like girls. Can I still, I still take sausage? sausage? <laughs> <laughs> That's us at the Nexium meeting. Like, you two need to fucking leave. <laughs> what a heterosexual lesbian. She's like, I like girls. Can I still take sausage? Truly. She was ahead of her time. She was uh, the first heterosexual lesbian. <laughs> but basically, if, again, if I had made it past day three and they started whipping out these sashes and the names associated with the rankings and the sashes. That's read a it. hard word to say. Sashes? It is. Are ridiculous. I'm going to read them aloud for everybody. Yes. Starting with the bottom ranking, we have students. Because we're okay. all students of life. And next up, we have coach. Then proctor, which, bye. And then senior proctor. Then counselor, senior counselor, prefect, and vanguard. So, personally, I found inspiration in this. I think... I think Nick and I would like to be referred to as prefect and vanguard yes. by you guys at some point. I think right now we're more in like a coach proctor place and hopefully yeah. we can I'd say like up. a coach area. I would say like in regards to the naming, like I get student, I get coach and then you, then there's, they're losing me with these names. Also Truly, senior proctor and senior counselor. Did you run out of ideas? <laughs> did Truly. your thesaurus break? Like, did like, what's, what's up? Truly and honestly, also Proctor just gives me like the crucible vibes. I feel like there's going to be like SAT an exorcism vibes? or like what? SAT vibes, like <laughs> the Proctor of your SAT. And I'm like, as someone who didn't do well in school, this all just feels very school like to me. Oh, but we were talking about two. Okay. Okay. A couple of things. God, I have so much to say about this. At some point, I don't know. Did you notice the fucking lack of shoes? There was a moment towards the end when they're in like they're. Ha- I mean, the best way to like explain it is like a small class. It felt like a small classroom, maybe like twenty people, and then like two people, the prefect and the proctor, or whatever the fuck, talking at the front, like giving a presentation. Everyone is fucking barefoot. Also, the bowing before you enter the space. Oh, my God. The weird handshaking. No, no, no. But, like, especially because I have, like, a bit of a foot thing. I I literally wrote down, do you think I could cure my fear of feet on the couch through EM or whatever? They're, like, weird. Disintegration. Again, that sounds like therapy. He's like, I had panic attacks when I drove on the highway. And then she said, what's really going to happen if you drive on the highway? And then yeah. I thought about it and everything was silent. And then I drove on the highway and I didn't have a panic attack. And I'm like, could have achieved that in therapy. So the person who's never that, gone to therapy. Could have achieved that through like talking to a friend at Starbucks. Could have achieved that through going through a Starbucks drive through <laughs> Could have been like, hi, I get anxious driving on freeways. And then the barista's like, have you tried not? And they're like, I'm uh-huh. I mean, it just... Also, the thought of doing that in front of a group of people, it a lot of this gave me war flashbacks to my fucking theater classes in college. That's what when I stood in front of the class and was like, something you may not know about me. This next that felt like Nexium. Nexium. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck the feet. Ew. Oh my it god. It's very slam poetry vibes. Oh my god. We talked today, I sang a bunch of voice memos about the one chick Allison. <sighs> I don't want to come for people who have had their lives lightly ruined by a cult. I really am not trying to like However, add in, insult to injury. However, in the, that bitch is the, fucking annoying. In the show description, it says that we will be approaching topics with quote minimal sensitivity. Do with that what you will. Yeah. 
But no, she was, I'm not on board with her. She immediately she, comes, it was, it a was, lot of them are actors. She, they get a bunch of like famous, not famous, like. B-list. I was going to say D-list. <laughs> well, like she was like the romantic lead in Smallville, which was big in a 2006. A bunch of Star Wars people. What was going on? Just on, her. Just, just Bonnie. No, there was another one. No, then there were Wait, two. Wait, what's Battlestar Galactica? Galactica? What's that? That's a separate, that's a sci-fi series. It's Battlestar Galactica Star is not Star Wars. Very different shows. Okay. Battlestar Galactica okay. doesn't even have aliens or anything. So does Star Wars have aliens? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> does Star know? Wars have aliens? I mean, it's oh, got like weird shit, but okay, whatever. Yes. Okay. No, there are actors from Battlestar Galactica, and Allison Mack was in. I hope that's her name. She was in Smallville and like maybe something else, but it was like. She comes in and day one is like, I was just so tired of like not being this like happy person. That was so easy when I had a script in front of me (laughs) and everyone's like, "Ah, there were so many moments where like they made such an easy, bad joke. The present, the presenter, the proctor or whatever, whoever was like, there's all sorts of like presentations and whoever was like presenting would always start with some dumb joke. It's like, you may have recognized me from my videos, but I'm in real life. And, and everyone's oh, like, ha, the, ha, ha, Nancy, ha, ha. the Nancy, the prefect is God just like, damn. so you've noticed me from the videos, but uh, I'm in real life now. And everyone's like, ah, and I'm like, you people have no sense of humor. <laughs> people who aren't funny, who try to be, funny I don't even, I don't want to give that the credit of calling it a joke. It was just so easy. You know, it was, it was the joke that was, <laughs> As a professional comedy writer. We are, in fact, comedians. Um, what did I say about working at Banana? How it was <laughs> it was a constant stand-up show for myself? You're like, not to sound like a dick, but it was a personal stand-up routine. It was a nice... I got to test all my jokes. I think Banana made me funny because we were so slow all the time. So I just sat around saying shit. <laughs> You're like, well, this may be funny. I'll see. <laughs> I was like kicking babies down the stairs and they're like, you've taken it too far this time. And they're like, okay, Claray, there, there is a line and we have found it. Yeah. (laughs) But no, she bugged me. There was something about, it just. It's fake. It's fake. It's very fake. It, it, it tastes like plastic cheese. It really does. And there's something that I don't like, what is her problem? Like she's an actor and doesn't like, doesn't, I, I don't get her like why she's there, you know? Like, it seems like her problem was she should have gone to therapy. Like, pretending to be happy on camera was easy, but she was deeply sad down underneath. That does not mean you need to join a cult. It also... it <laughs> Newsflash! She's like, I actually moved here um, to get more involved. And I'm like... No. Why? All of the clips... Of Are they getting like, paid? Were they getting paid? Where are like, they getting their money? Because there's where, so many, where, I mean, I, think, I guess. I think they're, they're probably going to get into that later. I feel like they mentioned something about money in episode well, it two. Seems but, like, um, yeah. It seems like they're always like on retreats. Like there's always like a big house and like a large, like rolling lawn in the middle of nowhere. And they're like all dancing around. I'm like, that looks fucking atrocious. And Sarah and Mark, I want to say is the main guy's name. Sure. The documentary maker, you know? Yes. They're just like, our dream was to open a center. And I'm like, a center? For what? Everything 
Also, there were centers like everywhere. There was like a Mexico branch of Nexium. There were a whole bunch in like European countries, I think. There's one in London. Well, the other thing too is that what is it? Is it a school? I mean, I get that it's a cult, but like, is it a class? Is it like a community just seems like too broad of a word to have like, okay, it's a community. What the fuck does that mean? Like every way that it was being described and every like pretty much every word that came out of Mark's mouth and fucking Keith and Nancy with the fucked up eyebrows. God, don't get me started on Nancy's eyebrows. It was like buzzwords. They were just using these words that I was like, okay, but what does that actually mean? Which is why tech startup is a trigger warning because what does that fucking mean? What does any of it mean? Ugh. A white guy in his early 20s has a lot of money and thinks he has a good idea. That's triggering. That's all a tech startup is. Oh my god, white guys shouldn't be allowed to have ideas. (laughs) Lobotomies for all men. No arguments here. (laughs) Lobotomies for all men. (laughs) Lobotomies everywhere. You get a lobotomy. You get a lobotomy. Check under your seats. It's a corkscrew. Um, (laughs) It's just ice picks. (laughs) I see that you really like corkscrew lobotomies and I really prefer ice pick lobotomies. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we can meet in the middle with the Apple Pencil lobotomy. Oh my god, good idea. Aww, we're agreeing Aww. on something. Back to the sashes for a hot sec. Go. Oh, As I said earlier, iconic camp moment right there. Like, <laughs> those get whipped out and I'm like, oh, that is the ugliest shit I have ever seen. And I'm definitely in a cult right now. I can't wait to go deeper. Like, oh my God, I would have been so, I would have been so competitive with those sashes. I'm like, yeah, I'm a senior proctor actually. Like (laughs) if Nick and I had been invited to the 2019 Met Gala, we would have gone as Keith and Nancy. I would have plucked my eyebrows with a solid six inches in between the two to look just like my favorite prefect. (laughs) Is she the only prefect? Yeah. Something about there only being one of a certain like rank and you still have to call them by their rank does not sit well with me also when they were just like well in karate you call them master and i'm like no you call them sensei which is a japanese word i hope it's also it's like other language but it's like i don't fucking know but it's like it's ancient it's it's nexium is not ancient (laughs) nexium one nexium is not ancient two like it's a translation from another country like what sensei means in Japanese is probably a little different than what we think of master here in English. Here yes. in English. <laughs> here in the country of English. Here in, I live in English. Oh <laughs> Me studying abroad. They're like, where are you from? And I'm like, English. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And they were like, what if I give you gonorrhea? Spoilers. Teasers. Um. <laughs> oh, also I think... I just want to say that, mm-hmm. like, the end of the episode, they start teasing how, like, Keith, my man, like, <laughs> finds a cure for Tourette's. And this dude, the Tourette's guy, is like, fuck shit. Uh, 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 like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, like that weird chomping thing. And, like, he has, like, major it's, tics that are, like, constant. It was, like, life impeding. Like, he can't function normally in the world. And then, then cut to two minutes later. Him. Keith like touches his forehead and then homeboy's just like, so I actually had really bad Tourette's. And as you can see, I, uh, I'm actually all better now. And I'm like, are you a plant? Did you like, is, were were, you faking? (laughs) Were you faking it? Also, why are you so hot? That makes me think he's an actor because he's so hot. hot. I'm like, you have to be an actor with those looks. Literally. Like 
I was like, Tourette's guy can fucking get it before or after. I don't care. I literally wrote Tourette's guy <laughs> is a smoke show. Tourette's guy is a smoke show. We should have him on the pod. How's he doing we now? Have Keith, let's have Keith and Nancy. <laughs> Are they in prison? We'll find out. I don't know if I don't know if Nancy is. I know Keith is in federal prison. Basically, I think currently if Nexium was presented to me, I wouldn't join it. However, I cannot mm-hmm. speak for 18-year-old Claret because I think I think me, you can. I think I can. I think 18-year-old me. I think you're the most qualified person (laughs) to speak for 18-year-old Corey. (laughs) Or Connor. I think he could speak on it. Mm -hmm. Or Megan. I think, honestly, Megan would be a good... uh, Megan, Mm -hmm. if you're listening... Let's let's rope her in. What if I slid over and Megan... (laughs) She's been here the whole time? Uh, Like, post-high school, Corey would have Mm -hmm. 1 billion percent joined Nexium because I was so desperate for, like, a place to belong. Mm -hmm. I... Which I think is how they get... They get people Absolutely. who are in vulnerable, vulnerable places in their lives who are looking for connection and community. That's what happens I in mean, Midsommar. Oh, That's literally oh, what happens. Nick, no spoilers. <laughs> First you spoil in the Heights. Then you spoil Nexium. And now Midsommar. That was the third strike. A friend of mine got mad at me for spoiling. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things last episode. And I'm like, I said spoiler warning before we started. It Girl. is in the episode description, and I repeated it. I, I'm I'm no longer speaking with that friend. Actually, good. Should have cut him off. I'm like, who was it? I'm like, you um can actually not listen to the episode or any further episode. You can unsubscribe. Can we block people from listening? <laughs> I we want. should block everyone from yeah, listening want, except Jeff. I want all the Shark Club blocked. This whole episode is gonna be one big bleep. Jeff is our only valid listener. <laughs> We block everyone yeah. but Jeff. You should give it, like, slide him a, biz- a Chili's business card with, like, the podcast on the back and be like, give it a listen. I'm like, at BrainCellGirls. Yeah. At BrainCellGirls.com. Uh, <laughs> but literally, I mean, that's the reason I joined a fucking sorority for the brief, mm-hmm. brief moment that I did. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone does. That's why uh, everyone yeah. joins. Everyone either everyone joins Greek life because either they're in the situation that you just described or they're like, all right, well... It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm going to join, like, and they don't really think too deep about it. I think it depends college to college. I feel like. Yes. Can I say where you went to college? <laughs> I've said, said it, it so many times. Okay. Yeah. I think. I'm at- like, I went to Chapman University. I was in the glass dorms in <laughs> Orange, California. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. It's a public place. Well, just from everything I. <laughs> also, finding out that I went to Chapman is one of the easiest things to find out about me. So. This is true. Yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> Um, our, our Google Drive. Not as easy like, as South Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just like from the couple people I know, you and Megan, who've gone to Chapman, it seems like Period. Greek life, you kind of have to be in Greek life or you're like 35. an influencer and you don't have time for it. You know what I mean? Everyone joins a fucking server. I almost said cult. Uh, <laughs> Synonyms. Uh, at Chapman, 35% of men join fraternities and 70% of women are in sororities. Yeah. Well, there's also like yeah. the total number of students is like 50 people. So that's when I a meet a girl, percent. when I meet a girl who went to Chapman, one of the first questions is what sorority were you in? I assume that if you went to Chapman and you're a girl that you were in a sorority. Fair enough. Yeah. At U of O, it feels like a lot of people are in a sorority, but there's also 20 fucking thousand students to be fair some of them Aren't are like more? 
probably by now. I think when I, I was like, I thought it was like 40. Like when I was there, I think it was 20. Stuff. Oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking about grad school and law school. I was thinking about undergrad. I'm thinking of like every student at U of O. It's probably 40,000. Yeah, but if whatever. you're in grad school or law school, you're not in a sorority. Hey guys, leave us a comment if this is interesting content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, rate us, subscribe. People are like, yeah. why the fuck would Everyone, I want to do that? Everyone's like, so one star, this is boring. <laughs> and you guys are irritating. And we're like, oh my God, it's exactly what we wanted to hear. <laughs> Nick and I arguing about the population of Eugene, Oregon. What? Okay. 150,000. 72. <laughs> Nick was placed s- here by a stork. I slid off of a rainbow. Is that in your gay barn? Rainbows? Your love of rainbows. My gay barn. It's getting Nick's bigger like, by the day. <laughs> Nick's like things that are gay. Being gay. Should I read my gay bar? My gay barn? Lady Gaga. Gay sex. Feminism. <laughs> Feminism is gay. Personal hygiene. Organic food. Stickers. Candles. <laughs> plants. <laughs> Pink clothing. Did I already say that? Fuck. Okay. You did. Things that aren't things that aren't gay about me. The color of my iPhone. I wrote down that <laughs> black iPhone. Oh my god. I would say that's the gayest <sighs> thing about you. Well, I just pre-ordered the twelve and I got it in gold. So getting gayer by the minute. Damn. I went on a date with a guy and he's like, "Yeah, you know that the color of your iPhone uh, says like what position you are." What? And I was like, "So what is it?" And he's like. Black is top, uh, silver is verse, gold is bottom, and rose gold is power bottom. I would argue that the color of your iPhone indicates what T-Mobile had in stock that day. Claret, that is actually a really interesting take I haven't thought of. So thank you for contributing that to the conversation. You're welcome. When I went to T-Mobile and I said, can I have a white iPhone, please? And they said, you can have purple, black, or you can starve. And then they said, we don't like this mask wearing. And I said, what the fuck? And they said, did you go to Thurston High School? And I said, yes. And she said, me too. I miss it every day, don't you? And I said, absolutely the fuck not. Someone who went to Thurston High School misses it? Yes. We graduated the same year. Yet I have never (laughs) seen her before in my life. (laughs) She was in your class? Girl! (laughs) And you're just like, as a fellow cult, can you just give me the white iPhone? (laughs) I was like... Oh, you thought I said Thurston. I actually, it's a boarding school up in Canada. Thurston Called Girls Thurston? Academy. It's Thurston. <laughs> There's an E at the end. I was like, yes, I do miss the girls' school. <laughs> You're like, I miss the covered wagon. <laughs> and then I you start playing your cymbals. polo. <laughs> <laughs> at the girls' academy. The girls' academy. So back to sororities. When I, I was pee, at- okay. Okay, I need to pee too. And break. I do this thing where when it's cold outside, instead of saying it's chilly, I say it's Chilean zucchini because there's a really good soup from Cafe Yum called Chilean zucchini and it's bomb as fuck. It's genuinely such a fucking annoying thing I do, but I'm always like, brr, it's Chilean zucchini. So what if I start saying that? Chilean Chilean zucchini. Cafe Yum is the best food to eat on a rainy day. Oh! Like, hands down. What a phenomenal... Anyways. Get your symbols out, ladies. <laughs> Should we make symbols? Would you guys buy symbols from us? <laughs> you can walk around your house symbols, banging them. They're probably like $300. <laughs> How much does 
symbols cost? Let's buy symbols in bulk. <laughs> Costco. So, sororities. I'm mainly just chiming in my two cents because I think Nick's Greek life experience is going to be way more interesting because he was actually in Greek life for four years, whereas I was in Greek life for like three, three years. Excuse me. Yeah. I was in Greek life for like a term and a half. Mm-hmm. If that... But no, I you joined once, because I like... You once told me I was in Tridelt for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes is dramatic. I imagine Same. you walking out of initiation and being like, and I'm handing in my sash and I am done. <laughs> okay. Tridelts get initiated like real quick. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. waited until like winter term because U of O's broken into three terms. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends in like other sororities that... Like, didn't get initiated for months. And I think Tridelts was, like, 14 days after Rush. or so. It was something ridiculous. It was, like, you had to be... I think it was, like, 20 days, maybe, after Rush. You had to be initiated. So, I didn't have, like, proper time to, like, decide if I wanted to do this or not. Or get to know anyone, really. No. So, also for context, freshman year, I did not live in the dorms. I lived in, like, an... You can't, I can't even call it off campus. It is a block away from campus. Explaining my living situation is like explaining a lot of my life situations. It was weird. It was technically a dorm, but it wasn't affiliated with U of O. Basically, I decided I didn't want to live at home like really late, but I was like, I want to live on my own. I don't want to have a roommate. So I lived in like a studio dorm. Basically, they had like meals and like. I had the people on my like floor that I was friends with, but I didn't have like an RA and like, it was a little Clarice, more like, like I actually lived in this building that was owned by a company called Nexium. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually a member. Keith gave now, me meals. <laughs> so, well, this is actually kind of lightly important. Okay. I like didn't want to have a roommate. I wanted to live mm-hmm. alone, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's going to get lonely. It really did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where am I going with this? So I rush. I, I also was working two jobs because I love to do that to myself and I was doing musical theater at night so I had like actually no free time yeah between work school and theater Mm -hmm. I couldn't go to any chapter meetings for the record too I really liked tried out I thought rushing was kind of fun I totally like let go and just like trusted the process that's what they kept saying that shit same. Whatever. I really like Tridelt. I like the girls I talked to. I thought the other people in my like PC were nice. Whatever. It was fine. I felt Tridelt, like. Tridelt, like nationally, Tridelt's a very good chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Or a very good sorority. I mean. Whatever. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'm just remembering some details. So quickly I realized I had no friends because everyone lived in the dorms together and like made mm-hmm. friends with each other. And we had, like, a group chat for everyone in, like, PC-15, and I, like, was a part of it and, like, tried to join things, but, like, I didn't have time to go to parties. I, like, had rehearsal, and which is such a douchey thing to say, but, like, I really did not have time. So I didn't have any fucking friends. That is just, like, point blank. I would go on the little, like, big little dates. Oh, they also Mm. do big and littles before initiation. Everything happens so goddamn fast. So I'm like, winner. That's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Yeah. So I went on these like big little dates and they were all fine, but it seemed like I was everyone's like 20th big little date and they'd already like found the girl they Mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, why am I here? It was really weird. I just like had, I'm pretty intuitive and I could like sense that something was off in all of these. And finally I went on, like, I got a text that was like, Hey, like I'm your last like Pearl pal date girl. I can't make this shit up. And like, she was fine. We went to the pumpkin patch together, whatever. And then like the next day was like big little reveal. And then she was my big and I was like, what the fuck? And it was later revealed to me that no one else wanted me. And I was like, ah, yes, that's a great feeling. What? Are we the same person? (gasps) Did you have the same thing? A lot, a lot of what you've said so far. I'm like, yep. Oh shit. Why did you stay in? Similar experience, but like very drawn, way more drawn out. Okay. Yeah. My big sucked. Sorry if you're listening to this. She sucked. Why did she, she didn't suck? give a fuck about me? <laughs> oh, okay. She didn't give a fuck about me. And like, that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Do you, baby. I also strongly did not want to live in the house because we had, you had to do a year of like living in and like you could opt out. But I remember asking my big, I was like, I really don't want to have a like roommate. I've never done that before. Like I don't live in the dorms. I don't want to do that. And she was like, I mean, I guess you like don't have to, but like there was a girl from my PC who didn't live in the dorms and she's a fucking nobody and no one knows who she is. Do you know who fucking Sarah Johnson is? Yeah, fuck Sarah Johnson. But I was like, ah, cool. And then I remember when like I was getting close to the end, she was like, I I said, like, I'm thinking of dropping. Like, I don't, I don't like it. And she's like, okay, if you don't like it, you should drop. And I was like, great. Oh my God. I'm sorry. That sucks. (laughs) I, it's okay. (laughs) I think I'm like, like it's sobbing. Really, I'm fine. <laughs> I think if I'd had friends, if I'd had a better big situation and if I hadn't been in a weird relationship, sorry, Connor, I would have stayed in. I don't think I think I would have lived in. It was a weird relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would have lived in the house. I think I would have stayed in school and I think I would have graduated personally. However, mm-hmm. had I done that, a lot of other good things that happened to me would not have happened. So you win some, you'll lose some. Life works out. Life finds a way. What's that a quote from Jurassic Park? But yeah, I mean, I feel like I was just. I mean, if your big literally told you like, yeah, you should probably drop. Like. I think everyone was also lightly concerned. That you were slutty. No, I wasn't. I mean, I was like in a relationship with like my high school boyfriend. No, you're right. I like didn't really go out or like drink at Mm. all. I like. Really? You didn't like party in college too much? I didn't party freshman year. Wow. Okay. I was Damn. still on my, like, I got caught drinking and being a naughty little slut at the end of junior year of high school. And so I was like on a life like of sobriety. 17. Yes. Yikes. Okay. That's a story for another day. But I was on Wait, this. Were like, you like but caught by a cop or your parents? My parents. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I got an MIP at the end of my freshman year of college. Oh, yeah. Cute. Um, I was convinced that I was going to get an MIP when I was like a month away from being 21. (laughs) You've told me that. (laughs) I, okay, but I like didn't really party. I remember I went out with my like sisters once and it was Mm. fun, but I was Mm. like, I just didn't do that. It, I didn't, I didn't become a a drinker until the next year. Cause that's also when I started hanging out with old people. Doggy. Well, I started. Well, I started hanging out with like people from like theater stuff who were like considerably older than me, and yes, which was fine. I mean, I think that was good for me. I really, yeah. I kind of am glad that like my young partying and like drinking and stuff was done with like 
older, wiser people and not my sorority blacking out and puking in a frat house. Which, if it works for you, it works for you. Do what you got to do. No judgment. Slight judgment. Not not a lot of judgment, but like a moderate, you know? That's like when sorority girls are just like, <laughs> my biggie takes care of me. And it's like she held your hair back at Pike. Like, <laughs> I did have sex with a Pike from Chapman while I was I remember visiting that. Megan. And then you were just like, I got to go press some pizzas. Um, I fell asleep while we were having sex, came to and was like, what just happened? That was great. <laughs> um, it was fully consensual, but I remember thinking I was like, except hmm. for the part when you were asleep. <laughs> You're like, besides the part I was unconscious for, all I good. did in fact have a UTI the next day, and we were walking. Me and Megan are walking on the LACMA, and I was like having to pee every ten seconds. And I was texting Candace, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just do?" And she was like, "Girl, it happens." Cranberry juice. <laughs> Yikes, that's fucking Jesus Christ. But uh, I feel like I would get a UTI if I walked into a Pike house. I was all, girl, I was also very disappointed in the lack of hazing at U of L. I joined (laughs) that sorority and I was like, let's whip out the fucking paddles. Let's get weird, ladies. I was ready for the weird shit and it never came. I was like, like, I feel like extreme hazing is more of a fraternity thing. Sororities are very worried about getting shut down. So they're like, even if I tell you to take a shot, that is considered hazing. So I'm going to ask you, would you like to take a shot with me? Like mm-hmm. they yeah. were crazy. Oh, it's the same. It. And I was like, it's the same on, like, force me to do a keg stand. Like I'm looking for that crazy college experience. I want three girls fingers inside me at once. And they kept saying shit like blah, blah, blah. Like you're going to get initiated and like. You like the secrets of Tridel will be revealed. Girl, there were no fucking secrets. It's like we put you in weird white grad robes and like say some shit in Latin and that was it. And I was like, where are the secrets? I thought someone like murdered someone. Where is the fun? You're like, so when are we doing the blood sacrifice? (laughs) I was ready to become blood sisters. I was ready to drink some punch. I was ready to get paddled. I was ready. I'm ready for weird shit. I wanted them to like call me fat and stuff and they didn't. They wanted, you wanted them to put you on a, like a washing machine and watch where you jiggle and circle it. Yes. I love that. I wanted to have to shave a squirrel. They did that. Like they did that in my fraternity. Shit. They were just like, you're, you're too fat. I'm kidding. Did they really? Did <laughs> they tested your cholesterol. They're like, your cholesterol has to be below 250. And I was like, I'm not making it. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Are um, we running out of time? Yeah, so my Greek life story will have to be next week. So it's our first two-parter, oh. part one of two. Because we're just so next week two I'll talk balls about deep into the Nexium cult. <laughs> next week, Nick and I might have joined. <laughs> we start. We we each get on Zoom with our sashes. <laughs> I'm like, hello, hello, sashes. hello, prefect, and you're like, hello, Vanguard. Um, oh, really? You think you're going to be Vanguard before me? I feel like I've been Vanguard. <gasps> Nick thinks what if we he's fought the about main this? character. <laughs> what if we got into a fight? <laughs> Nick and I go to therapy and they're like, so what's the problem? I'm like, well, Nick thinks he's Vanguard and I'm Well, Nick prefect. thinks he's Vanguard. <laughs> I'm like, please leave. Like, what and if I like, called so Nexium? What if you I called the local up? chapter and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, do you guys haze? I'm just looking to get beat the fuck up and called fat. And they're just like, so hazing's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> They're like, no, we're all joyful here. But also a cult red flag, back to Nexium for a sec. A cult red flag is when they say, 
you have a lot of internal biases that you got when you were a child and we work to undo those. That is true. Things happen when you're children and we stick around with those beliefs. Not all of them are bad beliefs, though. Being kind to your neighbor, having bodily autonomy, those are not things to undo. Also, and it's such a it's such a clear like, oh, they're going to say like they're going to like probably force them to have sex with Keith. I haven't I'm not that hasn't happened since of what I've seen. I'm They're assuming all gonna that's going to have to suck Keith's weird little chode. It's going to be gross. That's what's that's what's going to happen. It's going to be disgusting. And I see them planting the seed of it now of like, oh, well, like that's you just need to uh, disintegrate that concept of like consent. I don't fucking know. It's so crazy. But like it's such a clear like, it's such a <laughs> prediction corner. It's such a clear like, oh, they are going to do this later. You know? Yes. Yeah. So I can't wait to see where it goes. You ready for a little high-low hero, bitch? I should have been taking notes. Because I always get here and then I go, what did we talk about? I think I could say for certain. Oh, God, I lost it. Oh, my low? Yes. Without a doubt. We're starting with lows. Yes. I like to start from the ground and build up. (laughs) My low was probably when Nick decided that he's Vanguard and I'm Prefect. That was a low point for you? That was a low point for me. Mm -hmm. My high... (laughs) Was definitely when Nick was assaulted at Chili's verbally. I know that didn't happen today, but it feels like it could have happened today. It feels like it's happening right now. My hero was the assaulter's baby that should have been punted down the stairs. Love him. Hope he grows up to do great things. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Um, also honorable mention to Nancy's eyebrows. Absolutely. So my low was when I realized that Claire and I wouldn't be Proctor sisters because she wouldn't have joined Nexium, um, and I would have been left alone. Honestly, if you left, I probably would have left. I'd be like, yeah, Clary's not here. Um, <laughs> I would have made it. Oh my God. We would have had so much fun. We'd have been like in the back, like talking shit. I would have been like, Clary. Keith is like the comedian at Bend and you and I are the Mormon kids being like, um, actually we don't need to sit here and listen to this bullshit. I'm taking my sash and I'm going home. Didn't they let you keep the sashes if you drop? Oh, they're they're probably like, we do require a burning ritual where (laughs) we yell at you while we light your sash on fire over a 20-hour period (laughs) and you're not allowed to move. That's probably how it goes. That's the hazing I wanted. They're like, you want to drop, try it out? He's like, when is the sash burning? (laughs) (laughs) Can someone point me to the sash burning? That's what I'm here for. Okay, so that was my low. I'd say my high was... My high was building my fake reality where I work at Chili's and my doctor is the chef there. <laughs> Your Jedi doctor. Oh my god! Yeah, my Jedi, my Jedi doctor chef. As um, your Jedi doctor chef, your hero. He should be. And my hero <laughs> is going to be the manager who continued to put me in physical danger. <laughs> after yeah, I was Monica thrown. Claire, fuck off. The sad part is probably the best manager I've ever had. This is the first thing I have to complain about, unfortunately. So, Well, it's a pretty big one, Monica Claire. Yeah, I'd be like, besides the time I was threatened to be murdered, <laughs> great And you time. did invite him to come back? Yeah. So I think by next episode, I probably will no longer be working at Chili's. Um, oh. I'll let you guys know how that works. Actually, no, because we'll, we'll be recording before my shifts. So. <laughs> for my own personal enjoyment, I want you to stay at Chili's forever. For your well-being... Because I don't want you to kill yourself, I would like you to quit. Yeah. The idea of quitting, I see that and I'm like, ah. like, it's like the light at the end of the tunnel. 
When you take your Wellbutrin, is that what you see first thing in the morning? You pop it and it's like, ah! I feel like, I feel, ah! it's the sun. I feel like my Wellbutrin is, <laughs> I feel like my Wellbutrin, I said isn't, I feel like my Wellbutrin is actually working very well. It sounds like, like it from like how you're sleeping difference. and stuff and how you're like, that I woke up and felt earbuds. joy today. Oh my God. Throwback to Friday. Maybe everyone in Nexium needs to get on Wellbutrin and have a good night's sleep. I just need to add half a tablet of Nexium. I think I'll own the world. <laughs> you need to add half a tablet of Nancy's eyebrows. I, okay, can you tell me what's wrong with her eyebrows? Because I haven't noticed. Do they just like stop like here or something? They're way too far apart. They're really fucking bad. They're really bad. Sarah okay. literally says something in the first episode. She's like, Nancy's I eyebrows. Know. She's like, oh, this woman with her eyebrows. And I was like, what's wrong with her eyebrows? I don't know why I didn't pay attention. They were staring at me. Oh, my God. They're so bad. They look worse in the actual show. They're just so overplucked. Oh, they're like really thick right here. And then it just stops. They look reminiscent of my high school eyebrows. Maybe oh my god! The problem with them is spoiler alert. Apparently, yes, Keith was also charged with child porn. Oh, oh god! This is going to go to a dark place. Oh god! So that's it for this week. <laughs> so that's all. So that's all we got. Um. So yeah, this ah. is part one of two. Next time we will discuss the vow episode two and my experience in greek life slash 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 why i joined yeah and i'm gonna shut up for an hour and 30 minutes no you are the you're the only reason this podcast works shut up i feel like you and i have each other on a leash you know we should do that put each other on leashes and walk around should we sell leashes in our merch store yes that say like bippy one says claret what the other says <laughs> Um, so besides that, that's all we got, folks. Remember to, uh, swallow, don't spit. Swallow, never spit. Goodbye. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is executive produced by Clare Smith and Nick Curl. Editing this episode from Clare Smith and Nick Curl. Sound mixing by Nick Curl. Music this episode from Anabolic Beasts. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is produced in association with Haha ha Productions. If you could please subscribe and rate us five stars, that would really help these two broke bitches out. You can follow Clare on Instagram at the Grease Trap Queen, and you can follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Curl. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Brain Cell Girl.